Boozy Bracketology, where we are the home of strong drinks, strong opinions, and crowning champions. I am your host, Mike, and honestly, I am still reeling from all of the terrible, terrible choices that our panelists made in the previous episode, but I am determined to plow forward, uh, as are they. We're going to get right into this as we are in the Elite Eight through the championship of our best 80s teen comedy movie to determine which is going to be representing this particular region in our final best 80s movie mega bracket that we've been working on for several months and will continue to be working on for the foreseeable future. Let's meet our panelists and find out how they're doing, what they're drinking, and... uh, then we'll get into what further wrong opinions are going to continue to be sharing with us. We're going to start this one off with Steven. Steven, my friend, how are you doing and what are you drinking? Well, frankly, I am not doing well as we speak. Um, at the time of the recording, we are in the beginning of the best time of year, uh, Girl Scout cookie season. And I don't know if you're aware of this, people, but there are actually two different peop- uh, companies that make Girl Scout cookies. There's like an East Coast Girl Scouts and then a West Coast Girl Scouts. I grew up in Florida where we had East Coast Girl Scout cookies and now live in Fort Worth, Texas, where we have West Coast Girl Scout cookies, which are a fine cookie. But when you grow up on East Coast cookies, you, you got to have the East Coast variety because they taste slightly different and Prior to this year, I had an East Coast Girl Scout cookie hookup, and I just discovered literally why we were getting ready to record this, that the website I used to order my East Coast Girl Scout cookies from, no longer in service. Oh, no. I, no. no. I am apoplectic at this point. Um, if I make any wrong decisions, this is the reason why. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to open up uh, to get my regular you know, soda to red blood cell ratio up. I'm going to go ahead just start down in my Mountain Dew here, uh, but move on Why I have a brief moment of silence in my own house. Well, Stephen, I I, uh, I can't imagine what you're going through right now, but I will take a brief moment to plug that uh, it just so happens that my daughter has started selling Girl Scout cookies for the first time ever this year, so we can talk offline and get you uh, some Samoas and Tagalongs and none of this peanut butter patty and caramel delight shit that they do in Texas. So uh, we'll, we'll we'll talk offline. We'll get you the hookup, maybe. Oh How's God, that caramel sound? Caramel delights. It's a, don't don't bring up bad memories. I, I know. I'm 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 sorry. I it yeah. It grates on me too. We'll so. get you hooked up. <laughs> but yeah, we 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 can get you we can get you hooked up. We'll talk offline. All right. Uh, Next up, uh, our next panelist is going to be AJ, uh, who I believe you you said something about pickles right before we started recording. What's going on there? Oh, I'm I'm drinking full on pickle juice, guys. I I am not ashamed to say I have an entire unopened jar that I uh, I am just drinking the juice out of. My (laughs) wife might be a serial killer. Oh, good Lord. I am not. Um, no, no, I feel your pain though, Stephen, because I grew up in uh, Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas, and then when I moved to Florida, found out that thanks a lots are not a thing here, and I love me some thanks a lots. So if you find them, uh, barter trade. You send me thanks a lots. I will send you whatever you want from over here because <laughs> I love those cookies. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, we're doing pretty good over here. Excellent. I'm I'm still cringing a little bit at the, the whole pickle juice thing, but I, I'm going to get through it because I'm not the one that has to drink it. I just got to hear about it. 
Look, listen, listen, I love me some pickled juice. Brandon will tell tell you I have always been a pickle person. There's always like th- at least four types in the house, hey, you know. That's cool. Every, everybody's got their own tastes. Uh, and again, this uh, this bracket has certainly proved that. But we're just going to move right on uh, and check in with our next panelist, Nikki, to my immediate left. How are you doing? What are you drinking? Well, I am drinking another Jack and Diet. Um, mostly for the caffeine so I can stay awake because I just feel like I'm old. But yeah, <laughs> but all this talk about Girl Scout cookies, I'm kind of mad because I've been kind of on this low sugar cook, uh, low sugar kick and there's Girl Scout cookies all in my house because we're selling Girl Scout cookies and like literally there's just boxes piled up in the dining room and I have managed to avoid them. I have not opened one for myself and now all I want to do is go like rip on some Thin Mints right now. So thanks guys. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah, happy to be back and ready to talk some 80s. All right. And I, I can confirm that, actually. She has been very good. I, on the other hand, uh, let's let's just not talk about it. Let's talk about what Brandon is drinking and how he is doing tonight. How's it going, buddy? Doing well, Mike. Doing well. It's crazy. I'm so happy to be back on again. It's been so long being on with you guys. And uh, yeah, I was like, we had that whole time where we had to wait for the movie brackets. Mm-hmm. And it was just... Oh man, I just want to be back on and just feels so, so great to be back on with everybody. But South Florida, everything's good here. Uh, Last time I carved by up, things are going great. Good promotion, happy, life's good. But tonight, um, there's been a beer in my fridge that's been sitting there for a while. And it's out of Kansas City, Missouri, Boulevard Brewing Company, the Mango Jungle Sour uncharted ale i'll be honest i'm not a sour fan but uh i don't know what i'm getting into but i just wanted to drink it uh, did that pop go through because it's mine there we go <laughs> and i can't do anything okay i gotta say right now that's probably the best sour i've ever had Ooh, is the mango it really it makes the sour subtle but in it doesn't overpower with the mango. It's perfect. That's really good. Excellent. Glad to hear it. Yeah, I'm the, I'm 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 kind of with you. I'm not a huge sour guy, but I'm I'm starting to come around. I'm broadening my horizons a little bit. So I might I'll if I find that one, I'll have to check it out. All right, and rounding out our panelists tonight, we have Michael Turner at, coming to us out of South Carolina. Turner, how are you doing tonight? What are you drinking? Oh, I'm still nursing my franken booberry from crooked hammock brewery because i'm an old bastard and it is a school night and <laughs> cannot cannot go like we used to uh but no it's it's been a lot of fun for the first round um some some certainly interesting decisions some i didn't even know i was going to make myself uh i i know there's going to be at least uh two or three people who are going to be screaming at us and sending us hate mail on the discord. And I embrace being a villain. What can you say? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I can, I can tell you right now, um, my uh, co-founder of boozy, Chris Ligori is going to be one such person. He's already sent me a couple of uh, questions and angry responses when I, when he found out how certain of these matches were going, we'll get to that though. Uh, <laughs> uh, as for me, I am, uh, I'm joining uh, a couple of you guys on the uh, beer train, but I'm also joining my wife on the caffeine train. I've brought myself a, 
a sweet baby Java from Declaw Brewing. It is it has the espresso bean infused uh, into the chocolate peanut butter porter of their sweet baby Jesus. Oh, that sounds amazing, Mike. <laughs> that sounds amazing. This is one of my favorite beers. I absolutely love this beer. I've featured it on the podcast, I'm sure, many times before and drank many beyond that. So we're going to get right into this here. Um, the Elite Eight is not what I had in my bingo card. I will just say that uh, right off the top. Uh, but we, uh, because we got two upsets in the first. Uh, round of this elite eight, the 16 seed of can't buy me love, which won in the playing game over teen wolf and then dispatched Heather's is going to be taking on not as huge of an upset, but still technically an upset. The nine seed better off dead took out last American version. Can't buy me love versus better off dead. And Steven, what are your thoughts on this one? Well, uh, first thing is uh, we have made tremendously terrible choices getting to this point. Um, the only option okay okay there's there's two schools of thought uh when you get this thick in the mud you either have to u-turn or you gotta go through i think in this case the only way uh the only way out is through so what we're gonna do is we're gonna take these two we'll call them movies uh we're gonna take them (laughs) we're going to just say which one of these is less like the uh, Alex DeLarge's treatment of Clockwork Orange. If I had to have my eyes taped open and watch one of these, I think you got to go with Better Off Dead because it does have, like, it's basically a disguise sketch comedy because it's how it's set up. It doesn't have a lot of form momentum, but these little sketches happen, and some of the sketches are good. Most aren't, uh, but some are good. Um, I like the French dinner. I like the $2 kid. I'm going to go ahead and vote for Better Off Dead. Better off dead picking up its first votes. AJ, you're up next. Um, I don't know what mud you're swimming through. That's that seems to suck. But um, I like our choices so far. Uh, I will say I think Can't Buy Me Love is a very enjoyable movie. I think it's adorable. Um, but in terms of what we're talking about, a comedy. Better off dead does leave me on the floor a couple of times and. uh, I spoke to my father earlier um, today, and uh, he immediately started making several jokes about Better Off Dead and proclaiming how it should definitely go on in this bracket. So, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to give it to Better Off Dead. And Better Off Dead does have a two to nothing lead over Can't Buy Me Love, but so did Teen Wolf in the play play in game, and we saw how that one turned out. So we're going to see how this one goes, Nikki. I mean, I'm pretty sure I didn't vote for either one. Um, I don't know. I, I'm going to get so much hate because I don't I know people love this movie. Like it's a super popular 80s movies, but I do not like Better Off Dead. I just I don't find it funny. I can barely sit through it. I don't even think I I, I don't even think I made it through the when I reviewed it. I'd seen it before, but I tried to review it and I couldn't even make it through um can't buy me love like elisa has a great little i mean i like that movie it has a great uh you know scene at the end i love the lawnmower it's very 80s has the great little music so i'm gonna go with can't buy me love because i just can't vote for better off dead can't buy me love not going down without a fight does pick up a vote brandon your thoughts um way back like mike you chris and i when we had that one night when we were trying to like 
really talk about where all the films, what categories they should have been in. Mm-hmm. One movie I just want to do a shout out should have been in this bracket. I think it was wrong that it was in the romance. 16 Candles would have been better in this bracket, I think. Mm-hmm. It definitely because people said that it, hey, it didn't have the romance as much, but 16 Candles was funny as hell. That's a very funny parts to it. Um, and on the contrary, I think can't buy me love would have been better in the romance. Interesting. But what I want to say, really, I love my wife so much and I can't (laughs) wait to big future. That's coming up, but better off dead. Nikki and I are on the same plane. I just, I can't, I, I got through it because I was watching it with my father-in-law who I adore and my little, little sister-in-law, 17 actually, I can't say she's a little, little who I adore and I got through it and there were parts that I laughed and can't buy me love. I never watched it up until we watched it, but how we talk about, um, how films have future effect on other films i feel like i've i never saw camp i'm in love but i knew about the the lawnmower scene i knew about this cute little love affair that the two of them had it's an easier film to get through do i really think it's a final four worthy i didn't expect that it was going to happen but it was up against heathers too but better uh, better off dead definitely is not a final four either and i enjoy can't buy me love way more so can't buy me love and can't buy me love pulls even with better off dead as uh someone's gonna be sleeping on the couch tonight in fort Lauderdale, oh Florida. no and i have a sneaky suspicion no, i know who it no. is but <laughs> but that said before we hand this off to michael turner to break this tie we do have the opportunity for one of our panelists to throw up a buzzer beater if they so choose to make a last ditch 30 second pitch for the movie of their choice Oh, I saw, I saw, I saw AJ put on the headset. I was thinking maybe it was coming. <laughs> you, you never know. No, but... not for this matchup. Okay. Yeah. It, you got, you got to, you got to wait for that perfect moment to take your shot. So uh, Turner, you're on your own and you're up. Spoiler alert. Whoever I pick is going to get absolutely curb stomped in the next round anyway. So it's really irrelevant. Truth. Uh, this, is, this, this is the truth. How, I'm a, I've been drinking tonight and I'm a lightweight. How did we even get here, guys? <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, it's coming back to me. It's coming back to me. Because Heather's fucking sucks. <laughs> Very questionable seating. Uh, send all your hate mail to clegory at ptebb.com. um no this yeah i i could flip a coin honestly like i do i think can't buy me love is the cuter movie probably a little bit um do i think better off dead is a better comedy yeah a little bit it doesn't matter in the end so Better off dead. Why not? <laughs> and better off dead does advance to the final four by a narrow margin, three to two. 
and uh, we'll we'll see what movie is uh, going to be going up against. And uh, as Turner theorizes, probably beat it in the final four. But uh, we got we got two more upsets that happened in the uh, Sweet Sixteen round. But these are two powerhouse movies in their own right. The twelve seed of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure beat the five seed of Ferris Bueller's Day Off, and Weird Science took out Valley Girl. And these two movies are going up against each other now. And we are going to check in with AJ first to see how this matchup is going to shake down. I will fight anybody on this one. Uh, this is 100% Bill and Ted. We must be excellent to one another. Um, the, yeah, there's, there was no doubt in my mind. I was hoping to God that Bill and Ted was going to go through. Uh, and it did. And when it did, it was like, there's, there's no doubt. This is going to be one of the two finalists, a hundred percent. So Bill and Ted's please, please fight me on this. <laughs> I dare you. Uh, the, the gauntlet has been thrown down, ladies and gentlemen, but Bill and Ted's excellent adventure does pick up its first vote. Let's check in with Nikki. Yeah. I mean, I'm not surprised about this matchup completely. I mean, I, I, I thought Ferris Bueller was going to win, to be honest, overall. I mean, I love Bill and Ted, and I like I love Ferris Bueller. So, I mean, I'm, I'm happy that Bill and Ted is here. Um, and I think it rightly deserves to be here. Weird, Weird Science is one of those movies that I think it's cute. I mean, it's, it's a beloved film. It has a lot of um, just pop culture references and things like that. I, I do think when you just, if you're like listing out 80s films, it's one of those first films you're going to list. Um, but it's not great. It's, 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 it is what it is. And I'm glad that it made it, um, out. It, it deserved to beat Valley Girl, but I don't think it beats Bill and Ted. So, um, I think it had its, had its run. I'm glad it's here, but yes, Bill and Ted, uh, definitely goes through it for me. And Nikki opting, I'm going to guess wisely not to fight AJ on that one. Gives <laughs> Bill and Ted its second vote, uh, let, let's see what her husband has to say about this though. Brandon, your thoughts on this one. Um, trying to find the the right way that I want to say this to begin. I think to me, it's my biggest regret so far in boozy bracket, my boozy bracketology history. Uh, the vote that I made the round before, because I love Bill and Ted and I, I voted for Ferris because I'm like, well, it has that that Mount Rushmore. Oh, it has to be moving on. And fuck people if they think that we're not making the right choices. We have fun. We're having a great time. And we're making the choice that means something to us. Bill and Ted, Ferris Bueller is a classic comedy. It was. But Bill and Ted, what I'm going to say right now, especially against Weird Science, Bill and Ted, it's a it's two stoner kids, but it's a smart movie. It's done very well. The way it's put together, it was done really well. And Carlin, I didn't bring up Carlin. George Carlin was great in it. He was phenomenal in it. And the scene when they first get to that like spaceship or whatever you want to say it is, when they meet their people, it's just, you feel so common. You feel so relaxed like it's just that that tune that they play and they're like you're the people you're the one that are gonna save the world 
And the end scene, you feel like you've learned something when you're really meeting all the characters and just, it's a great movie. And I, I think it is very underappreciated, not just eighties films. I think it's another one of those underrated films. So Bill and Ted, I'm not even going to talk about weird science. I never liked it. Bill Paxton. I, I do. I miss Bill Paxton. Great actor. And I think he sold a show in the film. Anthony Michael Hall. Honestly, he kind of annoys the shit out of me. <laughs> but uh, Bill and Ted, let's go Keanu Reeves. And Bill and Ted picks up its third vote and will be moving into the final four to face off against Better Off Dead. Bill and Ted versus Better Off Dead. I like that. It's got a nice ring to it. But I do want to hear from our remaining panelists to find out their opinions. Do you guys think we get this right? We're going to start off with Michael Turner. 100% we got this right. We got it right in the first round. We got it right again. Um, Mr. Mott, I know this is uh, something that you can espouse as well because I have played you in many rounds of music trivia. <laughs> but the entire theory that music can save the world. What's better than that? Hmm. Like, mm -hmm. take that to your bed and run with it. This is an amazingly well thought out movie that, you know, is simplistic in its themes, but is just enjoyable. Not that Weird Science isn't enjoyable. Weird Science is quintessentially 80s and is a lot of fun, but we already have a superior John Hughes movie that we're going to talk about later. So for that reason and that reason... And that reason and many other reasons, Bill and Ted will go to the next round where it will curb stop our next opponent. <laughs> and that remains to be seen. But Bill and Ted's excellent adventure absolutely is going on to the next round. Stephen, do we have a sweep on our hands? You know, weird science. You, you got out from a uh, easy first round in the bracket, but. As the great philosopher Socrates once said, like sands through the hourglass, so flow the days of our lives. Your time has come to an end. Bill and Ted gets a vote. The sweep has been completed. Bill and Ted's excellent adventure will be in the final four. And we're going to move on to the other side of our bracket to determine what the other half of our final four is going to be. Uh, starting off with what I believe was the aforementioned uh, John Hughes movie that Mike Turner was uh, referring to in The Breakfast Club, and it's going up against Real Genius. And our first vote in this one, ah, my lovely wife, Nikki. Um, I mean, there's something to be said about both these movies. I feel like I mean, we talked, I mean, Lucas and Real Genius was a tough matchup in general already. I mean, they were both good films. Uh, Real Genius does just have that 80s flair to me. Uh, Val Kilmer was so funny in it. And just it just has this great mix of characters. And the plot is outrageous, but it kind of works. Um, Breakfast Club is a lot simpler. Um, it's basically just these teenagers in a room um, where, you know, Real Genius goes off on all this other, other things. Um, so I think for me... When I think about like 
teen and all this 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 stuff i just feel like breakfast club is that quintessential 80s you know teen togetherness and like all the characters were stereotyped i mean that's the point they were all these kind of stereotypes and they came together yes the plot has a lot of problems and is it a perfect movie no but i just think overall breakfast club kind of deserves that staple of that 80s movie um so i'm gonna vote for breakfast club although i really like real genius i'm glad it made it through um if you haven't seen it it's worth a watch so um definitely a great movie but my vote's gonna go to breakfast club breakfast club is gonna pick up its first vote brandon what say you yeah breakfast club it's it will always have that like i brought up earlier about like the mount rushmore of like 80s comedy teen comedy it's the film it's the film everybody thinks of and in previous brackets i know i brought up in the queen bracket and other ones it's a shame when there's there's this pedestal like no matter how damn good this one film is it won't get past this film that's it's good it was made by John Hughes, even though Molly Ringwald was like, I fucking hated doing that movie. <laughs> and John Hughes really made me feel uncomfortable. Uh, it did start the Brad Pack. And. But it's a shame. That a, an awesome. And yes, I voted for Lucas, but it was so hard because I fucking adore real genius. That movie, it's it is so funny. And it makes you it, it, yes, it is college, but it does you you're you want to feel like you're Mitch and you're seeing what you're really seeing what a young kid at that age is the stress of going through college at this very esteemed, like very uh very, very smart college, and he's just trying to get through. He's trying to get through and he has this wacky, wacky Val Kilmer roommate and Laszlo who lives in the college, the closet. Um, it's just a great movie and makes you feel good. Breakfast club. In one in just five, six, seven hours, these kids are going to change each other's lives. I love the dance scene. I do love the dance scene. And it's a very emotional scene when they all sit down with each other. But yeah, I get a little bored with it at times. And I don't like watching it like I used to. Kind of like Ferris Bueller. Real genius. I will watch the fucking hell out of that film any day, any time. And like I said, it's a film that people need to watch just a little bit more. So real genius, let's do it. Let's move on. <laughs> and real genius, not going down without a fight, picks up a vote to pull even with Breakfast Club. We're going to check in with Mike Turner next. This, this, this is very interesting. This is a lot closer than I would uh, at, at first determine. Um, mm. Because if I'm sticking with my metric, I see I seem to be wavering at times. If, if I'm sticking with my metric of what is a better comedy what makes me laugh more the answer is real genius it it absolutely is with that said 
<laughs> I, oh god. I haven't made my decision yet, but I need I need to talk out the virtues of the Breakfast Club. Um because it is so like when you when you think 80s like when I initially saw the bracket, I was like, Breakfast Club is winning. That's, it's it's the 80s team comedy. It's what everyone thinks of. It's it's why we're here. It's it's the Brat Pack at the at the height of their powers to whatever powers they might assume. Because, quite frankly, these I don't want to be that guy, but these aren't very good actors. They're just not. Um, Paul Gleason kind of steals the show. <laughs> Uh, you know, mess with the bull, you get the horns. Everyone remembers that. Um, it's, it's to me and how much I care about music. It's like it, boi- it boils down to you know simple minds. Don't you forget about me throwing the fist in the air, uh, rebelling against. That's right, Mont's doing it right now for all you audio listeners. <laughs> um, God, it's it's just. It's such an icon of what everything 80s should represent. Is it is it as funny as Real Genius? No, it is not. No, it is not. 100%. I, 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 I almost wish... I wish Val Kilmer was represented by Top Secret and not by Real Genius. Cause, <laughs> cause, because Top Secret is the most underrated Zazz comedy there is. It's better than The Naked Gun in every single way. It, yes, AJ. Yes, it is. It's so. Oh, she's agreeing with me. Yes, it's so good. Top Secret is so good. Go watch it right now. So I wish that was the Velcomer representation. Real Genius has my favorite song of all time. It it has great comedic moments. I can't, in good conscience, vote it over to Breakfast Club. I can't. Ooh, and that's that's. This has been very interesting because. That's three panelists in a row that I feel like have spoken very highly of real genius in this matchup, and yet two of them have decided they just couldn't in good conscience vote against the Breakfast Club, which does take a two-to-one lead heading over to Steven next. Yeah, it's to me. Um, (laughs) So Breakfast Club is a film that I more admire than I enjoy. Like I enjoy, I'm really into what the film is attempting to do, to isolate these kids that are, you know, all from a different clique within the school. They are forced to hang without with each other, and they discover that they're more than just the the stereotypes that they're actual people. And um, I really admire the fact that at the end of it, uh, even though they've been friendly for that day, there's an acknowledgement that when they go back to school on Monday it's not really going to change their world. Like they have this knowledge now, but they're all returning back to the clicks from whence they came. Like, I, I really admire that. That's a good deeper ending that kind of elevates it a lot, but nothing happens in that movie. I mean, they sit around and talk about things that happen to them. Uh, they talk about the, how their home life suck or how they have expectations put upon them that they feel forced into and they don't really enjoy. But Here's the thing about movies. It's cinematic. It's a moving picture. You show, don't tell. Nothing really that interesting cinematically ever happens in The Breakfast Club. The biggest action sequence is sticking a piece of meat on a ceiling. That is it. (laughs) 
I know that they're running through the hallways at one point, but they're not really running from or to something. They're just trying to not be seen. And if they stood still, I think they've accomplished that. You, you know, there's there's no real major stakes there because they're already in detention. I don't know if they lose Steven. Nope. Well, I think did we lose Steven. Literally, a cat ran across it and hit the mute button. Not my <laughs> fault. That one does not count. <laughs> The cat has been punished. My point continues that like the silence in my description, nothing happens for long stretches of the breakfast club. Damn, that's a good transition. That is why I'm going to go ahead and vote for real science. You're welcome. It's real genius, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, real, we do. We, we, we do what you real meant. genius. You damn well know what I meant. I was trying to give a cat off a keyboard. Damn it. I, I, I am. Yeah. I, I can't sympathize with the cat thing, but I can record your vote, and it is for real genius, which leads us to another two to two tie. Wow! There, there is a reason that I drank the uh, espresso infused beer tonight because I'm exhausted. There's all these two to two ties. There are a lot of lot of disparate opinions here, and I no, and genuinely, I am here for it. I love it. Does anybody want to throw up a buzzer beater with with all of these ties? And there's been no buzzer beaters so far. Does anyone want to throw up a buzzer beater? 30 seconds, plead your case one way or the other between Breakfast Club and Real Genius before we hand it off to AJ. Nope. Let the walls burn. Uh, uh, nope. That's, that's I, I don't know is not a buzzer beater. That, that, doesn't, that doesn't sound like a definitive. Yes, I'm going to do this. So there you go, AJ. You are up. Uh, Steven, I could kiss you. I was so hoping that at least one person was going to vote for this so that I had, it gave it a run for its money. Uh, I very much agree. We're talking about a comedy here. We're talking about the best 80s comedy. Uh, when you take that into consideration, you look at a film like that, Real Genius is the only option. It's a great film. It's witty. It's funny. It's adorable. There's growth in it. There's, you know, it's it's one of those feel good movies that you could watch over and over and over. Uh, I agree. If anybody hasn't seen it, 100 percent, please go watch it. I think Breakfast Club is great. I think it is one of the top tier movies that you should have seen. You should go watch it. But in terms of what we're talking about here it does not deserve to move on real genius all the way. Let's go. Woo. All right. And real genius moving into the final four in an upset over breakfast club. As the, the final four continues to be uh, three movies. I did not expect to wind up in here based on the seating. Let's find, let's see if we can make it just an even four. just, just, Blow my bracket completely out of the water, everybody, with this final matchup. We're going to have the number three seed of Back to School, which when uh, the esteemed Christopher Liguori found out had beaten Summer School, texted me, no fucking way, and please tell them I said that. I agree. Uh, and that's going to be going up against the number 11 seed of Revenge of the Nerds. And Brandon is going to be starting this one off. Um, yeah, this is no contest. Revenge of the Nerds did not have a great seating, I feel. And Summer School should be in this. If you want a good matchup, 
Summer School versus Revenge of Nerds would have been a great matchup. Back to School really does nothing for me. Dangerfield was a great comedian. He knew how to do certain things. Film, he had some good films, but he was just better to stand up. And he was kind of creepy and weird. Like, really. <laughs> um, Revenge of Nerds, yes, we talked about some issues with it. But damn, it's a funny movie. And you really think about how shitty jocks are and how they can be and what they probably were like in the eighties probably was worse than what they are now because they could get away with shit probably a little bit more back then. And could you see a bunch of jocks doing that to a bunch of nerds in college? I wouldn't put it past some colleges and those kids Landa, Landa, Landa. <laughs> They haven't even talked about that. Oh my God. <laughs> they're like, they're not sure if they want to let them join. But then that, after that one party, they're like, we'd love you to join. And at the end, when they show up and the jocks are like, oh shit. Oh shit's right. Revenge of Nerds. Honestly, looking over the bracket, I think I did have Revenge of Nerds in the final four. So uh, it deserves to be here. Revenge of the Nerds. Revenge of the Nerds gets its first vote. Mike Turner, you're up. Revenge of the Nerds against Summer School. That's 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 interesting. I have to think about that. Back now. to school. I I know that. I'm saying I'm saying if if I if I oh, if yeah, I had yeah. picked differently, that's where we'd be. I, I have to think about that matchup. Uh, yeah, I I like Back to School. I, I, I do. I voted for it over summer school. I think summer school is completely forgettable to me, at least. Um, but yeah, this, I mean, this is two battles of underdogs overcoming adversity. And who, who doesn't love that? Um, I, I just looked up the cast list for Revenge of the Nerds uh, while we were talking. Uh, I, I, I messed up the actor who played Booger. It is, uh, let me get Make sure I get it right. Curtis Armstrong, not Curtis Thompson. Curtis Thompson was a wrestler from the eighties. That's probably why I got confused. Uh, but did yeah. you know uh, James Cromwell is in Revenge of the Nerds? I'd forgotten about that. John Goodman has a bit part in Revenge of the Nerds. Yes. Uh, things I was unaware of while looking for talking points. Mm. Um, yeah, this is. Um, I think more importantly than anything else, though. It's time to get some fucking revenge for Ted McGinley. He is not the curse. He is everything great about comedy. Revenge of the Nerds moves on. <laughs> and Revenge of the Nerds picks up its second vote. Steven, what say you? Not so fast, my friend. For there are some <laughs> of us who maintain their sanity and can see that gross out humor and like slapstick and whatever revenge of the nerds is going for it just does not land for me and i admit that this is a totally a subjective thing like i can understand why objectively other people like that film just does not appeal to my sense of humor at all i would much rather watch back to school because i think ronnie dangerfield is legitimately fantastic in that movie and i get it it's written for him by him of him whatever it's it's a vehicle for his style of comedy so it's going to live or die if you like that style of comedy. I love it. 
voting for back to school. Back to school does pick up a vote. But let's check in with AJ. Do you like that style of comedy? Do you guys remember that one guy from Office Space that consistently was told to move his desk? He was sitting there kind of like mumbling like, oh, no, 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 I was, no. Stapler. Okay. I could always burn the building down. Yeah, that's what uh, that's what back to school reminds me of. Just this <laughs> awkward dude in in this situation. <laughs> that it's just it's it's a lot of just weird. I nah no. Revenge of the Nerds is so much fun uh, of a film. I it a hundred percent of it. Uh, deserves to move on uh i'm excited for real genius versus revenge of the nerds this is gonna be fun (laughs) yeah it definitely will and revenge of the nerds is definitely moving on to face real genius uh the final word though goes to nikki i want to know do you think we got this one right so what was it? It was Revenge of the Nerds. What was the? What did it go up against? It went up against Fast Times. Or, I, I right. and I did. I pity voted Fast Times or Rich My High because I was just like I just felt like it needed one vote and I knew it wasn't going to go that way. Um, <sighs> Revenge of the Nerds. I mean, I I do enjoy it. Like it's it's not it's not terrible to me. I I, I think it's kind of funny. Um, and again, this is I agree with Stephen. It's like a subjective thing. You either I guess like Roddy Dangerfield or you don't. I just love back to school. I just, every time I watch it, I just, I crack up. I just think it's so hilarious. So, I mean, just for the fact that it, I like it, I'm going for back to school. I mean, I don't have a whole lot of reason, but I mean, obviously uh, it's not going through. It's fine, but I love back to school. So it gets my vote. Back to school does make it a very close game. Uh, does uh, cover the spread as uh, in the parlance, I suppose, but uh <laughs> Our final four is set, and it is going to be uh, the nine seed of Better Off Dead going up against the 12 seed of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure on the one side of the bracket, uh, and then the seven seed of Real Genius going up against the 11 seed of Revenge of the Nerds on the other side. Yes, Real Genius as the seven seed is the highest seed remaining in our bracket, and we will get to that right after this ad break. Hey there, PTE Network listeners. Do you like fantasy sports? Pouring over stats and trash-talking your league as you take home the trophy? Do you dislike fantasy sports? Have no idea what PPR is and prefer to keep it that way? No matter how you answered those questions, this podcast is just for you. On draft days, we play fantasy sports, just without the sports. Instead of drafting athletes, we draft anything. Fictional dogs? Sure. New metal bands? Absolutely. Breakfast cereal? Why not? Everything is up for grabs as we try to build the best fantasy teams possible. The best part? I made up a bunch of rules that allow us to score points so someone gets to walk away the winner. Listen along as my guests and I have a few drinks and have a lot of fun building fantasy teams out of whatever we feel like. Starting this February, you can join me, your old pal Jeffy Donuts, every Wednesday for new episodes of Draft Days. That's D-R-A-U-G-H-T-D-A-Z-E. It's a pun. It's a beer pun. All right. And now let's dive right into the final four, starting off with nine seed Better Off Dead, 12 seed Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, number one 
in my heart. Michael Turner, your thoughts. Um, did did you hear the last round? I I, I called my shot. <laughs> Curb stop. <laughs> Bill and Ted. Easy. Move on. Yes, you did. Absolutely. Uh, Bill and Ted picks up an easy first vote there. Uh, We're going to check in with Steven next. Okay. Let's just stop the fucking madness now. We're all going to vote for Bill and Ted, like people who haven't recently run into a brick wall, and we're all going to leave here as friends. That's the deal we're making right now. So here is my vote. Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. Let us please not have a bogus journey. Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. Picking up a second vote. I'm kind of curious to hear what AJ has to say. I feel like that was Steven's version of fight me. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's Bill and Ted. There's no question on this one. Uh, let's let's move on. I, I, I genuinely wasn't sure if you were going to start waxing nostalgic again because you mentioned how much your father loves the movie. But Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure uh, securing a rather easy third vote against Better Off Dead and we'll be moving into the championship game. Nikki, I already know your thoughts, but let's hear them anyway. I don't know. I've just had to look down at my drink to be like, did I have more of these than two? Because this bracket is crazy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just kind of surprised. <laughs> it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I haven't voted for better, better off dead um, the whole time. I'm not going to vote for it now. I like Bill and Ted, so I'm going to vote for it. But yeah, I'm just, I'm just kind of like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. Four votes. Brandon, do we have a sweep? Uh, yeah, of course we do. <laughs> um, I still, I I do wonder. Like, I feel bad, but I wonder why my 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 father in law. Like, I've told him. Like, I'm like, yeah, I really don't get it. I try to be nice, be like, I don't get the movie because he loves it. And I'm like, it was okay, even though I'm like, it was terrible, <laughs> terrible movie. Honestly, I find Better Off Dead to be a terrible film. Uh, when I think of the final four that we have tonight, the only one I didn't expect to be in the final four was Better Off Dead. I really thought Can't Buy Me Love was definitely going to be able to make it the final four. Everything else I kind of saw besides I wanted Lucas, but this final four I think is legit. I like it. And the final, it's going to be good. Moving on, not better off dead, but Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. And it is going to be an excellent championship game. Bill and Ted pulls off the sweep, moves into the championship game. Who's it going to face? We're going to find out literally right now. Real genius, the seventh seed, Revenge of the Nerds, the 11th seed. Without further ado, Steven, what are your thoughts? Okay. We did very, very good. I am proud of us all. (laughs) (laughs) Let's not mess this up. We're going to mess it up. I already know because I've seen how you people have been voting. (laughs) I'm going to go ahead and vote for Real Genius and hope you can join me on this train. 
Real genius. Rather emphatic vote for real genius there, picking up its first one. AJ, your thoughts. Oh my gosh, you really are like getting to that point where you're just like, oh my god, please let it make it stop. It's late. It's late. Uh, I have a 4 a.m. wake up time. Oh wow. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, no, it's he's right. Real genius. Um, in terms of which one is the most enjoyable, in terms of which one um has the least amount of awkward, problematic scenes, um, real genius definitely takes the cake. And Real Genius picks up its second vote. Will Revenge of the Nerds go down without a fight? Or does it still have a little life left in it? Nikki? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I haven't shown a whole lot of love for Revenge of the Nerds. Um, I mean, I voted for it, I think, over one. But yeah, I'm I'm not going to say a whole lot. We're just going to go with Real Genius here. And Real Genius secures its spot in the championship game. Two panelists left to hear from, though. Did we get this one right, Brandon? So I want to talk about it, but I won't do that. Um, real genius. It just it flows, and and it's just it's a really fun movie. And actually, it's scary to think about Revenge of the Nerds. I actually probably saw that film when I was like seven years old. Not a movie that I want my seven year old to watch. <laughs> real genius though you could probably maybe let your seven eight year old watch it i think yeah but real genius it's pretty fucking awesome to see it going this far real genius real genius picks up its fourth vote uh as a as a father of a six-year-old and reflecting on the films that i had seen by the time i was six compared to the the films that i am not letting her watch Stay with me. Form. yeah <laughs> right right there with i saw terminator 2 at like six years old it, it is it's it's an 80s kid thing we for whatever reason we're the generation that saw kids Yes. movies way before it was age appropriate to watch them and and i even had protective parents and that still happened so you never you just never know uh but anyway um and let's see mike mike turner what do you think on this one uh is it revenge uh is they gonna get a vote or is real genius gonna pull off the sweep 80s were a different time kids if if, if you yep. weren't there uh it was a it was a different time we were watching Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the 13th and bloody slasher movies for fun. Thought thought it was a great time. Uh, this is my plea to Chris Ligori to please don't take me off the horror bracket. I promise I will do better. Uh, <laughs> Mike, I'll be right there with you. Mike, I'll be right there with you. We'll do fine, buddy. Um, I, I am going to throw a pity vote to Revenge of the Nerds. Uh, I, I do generally think it's a funnier movie than real genius uh i'm I'm super happy that real genius uh made the final i I do uh much like brandon i think it's super underrated but um do i find revenge of the nerds funnier yes i do so i'll throw it about and revenge of the nerds steven don't kill him (laughs) (laughs) as as far as uh, i believe that steven's still okay because uh real genius is still moving on uh even though revenge of the nerds does pick a vote there at the end and um Actually, immediately following this particular series of brackets will be the 80s horror movie bracket, and uh, both Mike Turner and Brandon are slated to be on that bracket, so uh, look forward to hearing from them real soon on that one. But in the meantime, 
we have reached the moment. Is it the moment that I saw coming? No way in hell. But it is the moment that we are in. It is the championship game. It is Bill and Ted's excellent adventure versus real genius. And all things considered, at the end, were these the two movies I, I predicted? Definitely not. Were these the two movies that Mike Turner said in the very first episode? What are we doing here? If these aren't the two movies that are in the championship, nope. Neither one of those made it this far. Hey, that's all right. That's why we do what we do. It's it's just like football Sunday, right? Any given Sunday, if if you knew it was going to happen, why would you bother playing the game? It doesn't matter. Here we are. And, and at the end of the day, we have two excellent movies facing off against each other. It's Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure versus Real Genius. And uh, I believe we have AJ starting us off. Is that correct? I thought it was last, low-key. I'm tired. <laughs> um, okay, well, I'm glad I get to start this off um, because I have an inkling that most of y'all are going to vote for Bill and Ted, as you rightfully should. It is a very excellent movie. Um, when you think 80s, Bill and Ted, yeah, uh, 100%, it's up there. I, I'm going to throw my vote out for Real Genius, though. Um, I, I love Al Kilmer. I love the movie. Um, I would love to see it go on and shine like it shine like it does. Um, but either way, I won't be upset. And that is one vote for real genius. Nikki. Yeah, I I didn't expect <laughs> this final two. I mean, I'm not disappointed in it. I mean, again, like Mike said, you know, if you if it's what you expect, it's not it's not fun. Um, but yeah, I do I do respect that Real Genius was here. Um, I think it's a great film. I think, I mean, Val Kilmer in that just really steals it, and it is this like '80s sort of vibe that you just know you're watching an '80s film, and that's what's that's what this is about too. These '80s teen films are what you just think of the '80s. It's not a movie that was made in the '80s. It's like this generation thing because when we're talking about '80s teen comedy movies, like when you think of '80s, you're kind of thinking of teenagers and all that goes into the 80s. We have a lot of movies in our brackets that are just films that are made in the 80s and they're great films, but they're not necessarily something generational. I think we've done a great job of picking two movies that are really quintessential 80s theming. Um, so I appreciate that. Um, that being said, I mean, uh, my vote goes to Bill and Ted. I think it's the better film of the two as far as just something I would want to rewatch. I just think that it's so smart and um, the characters are so memorable. And it, it just really is one of those movies that you can watch over and over again and not really get bored of. It's always something funny to it. Um, it is simple, but it's just good. And sometimes that's all you need is just something simple and good. So... Bill and Ted uh, gets my vote. Bill and Ted's excellent adventure pulls even with real genius. Brandon. Okay. Yeah, this is this is a final. Yep. This is uh, one of those March Madness finals you really, really, really want to see. Doesn't happen often. So what I'm looking at to kind of help me out, I'm looking at the overall bracket. And whoever went this plays up against drama prestige and then 
possibly against Venture or Musical War. Oh, damn. Bill and Ted, I've taught I've taught both these films up much. And of course I had Lucas beating real genius, but it was like by a thin wire. And Bill and Ted I had going all the way. I voted every time. And real genius, I didn't really talk about much. Like there are numerous things. I think someone did bring up that there is a lot of action that goes in on it. Um, there's the party that does happen. And then the kids are so focused on trying to get that laser to work correct. And the shit that they're going through, ups and downs, it's a fun comedy. And you do just think about the one song at the end, but there's cool like instrumental songs throughout the film that are going on. And the, yeah, they get the they get the laser, they're like, cool, that's awesome. Then they're like an oh shit moment. And then messing with Kent. Oh my God, making Kent think that Jesus, Jesus is talking to him. It's amazing. Um, don't jerk off, Kent. Kent. Um, and one thing we did not hit on is the adorable romance between Mitch and Jordan. They're, they're a really cute little couple. It's awesome. And then Laszlo gets the girl to try to hit on Mitch. But and then Bill and Ted is just super fucking rad. And it really, it really is. Like I've said, Nikki, you just said it. It's a movie you don't expect like two stoner metalhead guys to be a smart movie, but it really at by the end, it, it's a really well put together smart film. Both films are smart, well-put-together films. It comes down to which one do I enjoy watching more if I had to watch it over and over again. I don't think it will get as many votes. I'm going to go Real Genius. Real Genius picks up its second note. You know, you might say you don't think it'll get as many votes, but right now it's got the lead over Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, and we only have two panelists to go, so let's check in with them right now. Starting off with Mike Turner, what do you think? This bracket will end in fire and shame as it should. Um, (laughs) I I, want to quote something that I just saw on Facebook, if I can bring it back. One of my teachers posted, uh, somewhat ironically, uh, we are watching a movie which just had this line from one carrot to another. Your intelligence is a gift, but your ignorance is a choice. And God damn it, we've made some choices tonight. Uh, <laughs> this this is easy for me. There's, uh, there's only one of these movies that uh, made me play a Nintendo game that was so fucking frustrating. I threw my controller through the screen. Uh, there's only one of these movies that ended up with the franchise there's only one Bill and Ted. Steven, take us home. And Turner Turner is uh, playing playing my role for me. You're, you're exactly right. Steven is about to take us home, but uh, as has been so typical of this teen comedy bracket, lots of different opinions, and they've led to lots of 2-2 ties. So we do have one final opportunity for a buzzer beater. If anybody would like to throw one up to try and sway Steven one way or the other, now is the time. Uh, I'm using it. Oh, there it is. I, I was like, I- I'm going for this it. This time. is what I've been waiting for. Someone's got to shoot their shot. AJ, take it away. 
Uh, Steven, you are one of those people to where I'm pretty sure nothing that I say is going to change any of your uh, mind or anything that you think whatsoever. Um, but in terms of which one of the two movies uh, in terms of which one of the two movies is just utterly enjoyable from the start to the finish they both are they're so close in this running but in terms of the characters in terms of just like the the depth of the movie the depth of the different types of themes that are like put into this movie in terms of just like the wacky little things that go on like blowing the uh, blowing the house up with popcorn i mean come on you can't not get that visual out of, out of your head I will say I I really want you to fight for real genius on this one though. Uh I know you're you're gonna say whatever you're gonna say. And and Steven will say what he's gonna say right now. Take it away. Well, first of all, not to be overly pedantic, but let's be honest, that's why I'm here. There are two Bill and Ted's. There's the robot ones from the second movie, so we can throw that point right out. Um are these movies of equal quality? Probably, uh, certainly in terms of like production quality. Absolutely. Uh, in terms of acting, I'd say they're about on the same level because let's face it, Bill and Ted are not very demanding roles as far as acting goes. Um, <laughs> but at the end of the day, what what makes a good movie is it's the one that gets the best emotional response for you. All art, of course, is a conversation between the artist and the person viewing the art. And so which one gets me to think about it the most? Uh, which one gets me to come back to it, quote it over and over again? Uh, which one has that stick to inside my soul? Uh, as much as I would love to blow my own house up with popcorn... As impassioned as your plea was. Um, no, I, I can't sway me off there. there. There's just one place in my heart. I'm sorry. It, it was You attacked me from the right angle. It just was not a forceful enough attack. I am going to go ahead and vote for Bill and Ted. Thank fucking God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> And we have a surprise sixth panelist in Chris Ligori. Please share your opinions. How did you get here? I honestly cannot answer that question at this point. Heather's went out in the first round and it hasn't made sense to me since. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're, you're going to have to listen and find out. Uh, but but our, our listeners have uh, hopefully enjoyed uh, the, the journey to get here. It... Um, uh, you know, uh, some of the best films uh, subvert expectations. I think we've done that here uh, throughout these uh, yes. these two weeks worth of brackets. Uh, and but we have ended up at a decision that I think people can kind of, you know, mostly mostly get on board with, uh, which is that <laughs> Bill and Ted's Adventure is the greatest '80s teen comedy movie, and it will be heading on out of this mega bracket into the main round where we will pit all of these movies together it's it's been a hell of a journey we've had a lot of strong opinions a lot of great uh thoughts shared and uh 
at the, at the end of the day, that, that is where we ended up. Uh, it's been a fun ride. Uh, personally, I've, I've enjoyed the hell out of it. Uh, disagree with some of the thoughts though. I may have nonetheless, it's been great. So, uh, I'm going to leave you here with this. Uh, if you, uh, again, just real quick, if you like what we're doing here, uh, feel free to uh, check us out on our Patreon, patreon.com slash PTEBB. If you want to throw a little, uh, little cheddar our way, if not, uh, you know, we totally understand it's, it can be hard. Uh, people are stretched thin all across the, the globe, uh, these days, but if you get a chance to leave us a, a five-star rating, write a review, that'd be awesome. You can check out all of our socials in the show notes, all of that good stuff. Um, until then, though, again, your winner tonight, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. You'll be hearing more from it uh, in the future when we get to the main bracket. In the meantime, I have been your host, Mike. I have been Steven, coming from a world that barely makes sense. I'm AJ. Nikki. I'm Brandon. Party on, dudes. I'm Michael. <laughs> Have a good one, everybody. I think Chris is going to sacrifice us. <laughs>